0: Today we have uh, a special guest, um, my um, former classmate Mary Hanlon. She's a filmmaker and uh, writer, and uh, a former model. Hi, Mary. Hi, Hi Mary. guys. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> Great to have you. Yeah. So, and, uh, we um, uh, invited Mary to talk actually about. Um, the new documentary uh, called Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, that just came out less than a week ago on Netflix. Yeah, and just generally to talk about the case, I guess that's became this media sensation for the last few years. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I managed to power through like three episodes, the last three episodes of The Dog last night. And it's just, it's like a really bad, poorly made TV. Yeah, TV sensational I don't know true crime
1: true crime exactly it's like Mm -hmm. it's like the format of a true of like a Netflix every other Netflix true crime doc but it's very it's almost like mm, the first half and the second half are totally different and it doesn't feel like there's a thesis there so Mm -hmm. anyway we'll get into it more but yes I, I totally agreed
0: yeah, I mean, formally, I mean, I, I can't, well, we're sort of a podcast about film. Formally, I can't disregard it. It's not really a film. It's like a the cheapest, like, f- really, clearly quickly made, mm-hmm. not necessarily well thought through, intellectually very vapid, kind of poorly put together with a weird B-roll, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they do it.
2: Very, form- very
1: formulaic, <laughs> but without the co- cohesiveness of, a, of the better true crime docs, like, even like making a murder or the one about the the nuns remember the woman who was murdered and she was in a convent anyway there's been there's been a bunch of netflix talks Mm -hmm. similar and this one i think there's a reason why it was i think there was probably legal reasons why it could never get to where to make it It an interesting piece of even if it was not done well like it could never really get there because of the the content <laughs> the content and the and the yeah. fact that like James Patterson is a friend of Bill Clintons and so all of the, I think like
2: he was it's based on a book ah, that he book, wrote by right. him yeah and his claim to authority is is he lived next door to <laughs> he lived next door to Jeffrey Epstein in Palm Beach right right like
1: it's yeah. a little like maybe biased you know so i think it sort of Um, I listened to the Truanon, a big fan of Truanon, shout out. Um, I've been following their podcast since the beginning before Epstein died. um, And they've done so much research on this subject. So I do have a lot of things that I've taken information that I've learned from that podcast. And I will call that out. But uh, anyway, basically, they said it was the one thing that it did. The one thing that it did do was give a voice... It was very hard to watch because because in the same sense of like the Michael Jackson documentary, and I don't know if you saw that, too, where it was Mm -hmm. very hard to watch because of what you heard, you know, the information that we couldn't ignore from the victims. Right. Right. So it was very focused on the victims and centered on their experiences. Um, And it did give them more of a probably more of a voice than they've ever had. Mm -hmm. And it sort of relied on that drama throughout and then got sort of lost um, in the in the because they couldn't do the whole thing about they had to sort of get into the whys of things. And that's where they would hit all these dead ends. And there was this like kind of elephant in the room of like what you really couldn't say, you know, the things that you really couldn't say. So I found that to be its only kind of redeeming thing where it did. You could actually hear them, hear them and they were they were heard and with people who are severely traumatized um that's that's very important you know especially after it's been like like what like 20 almost 20 years since the first Mm -hmm. I mean Maria Farmer I think it was like early 2000s but like or even before that so it just feels like a long time so in that sense that's the one positive sort of spin that they could do was give victims some yes. sense of
2: a voice it's they right? do do a bracketing device they, they they're yeah. really heavily emphasized at the beginning and then again at yeah. the end
1: yeah 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 but then all this and then everything else in between, is sort in of between. Like yeah half truths are alluding to things but not really following through because they can't like if you can't not mention bill clinton but But you don't really go after. You can't go after (laughs) Brooklyn because he's a friend of the person who produced the documentary. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's just Mm -hmm. very. When you know these things, you feel. And also, like if you listen to other interviews with Maria Farmer, like they were. There's a lot more information out there, Mm -hmm. you know, than what was put into this doc. I think um, of of the the level of um, what happened to her and after you know, how she was sort of had to change, like, move away and change her name and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you wonder how much was cut out. You, were, right. you know, a friend of mine said who's following this, too, is like, you don't really trust it because you're like, what What are we not hearing from, mm-hmm. you know. And that's true with any doc documentary, right? Yeah.
0: Right. But this one is specifically gibberish, kind of very cable TV, <laughs> weirdly not following through with with many yes. with many leads like it's it is truly bizarre something like pops up an interesting thing and they don't never follow through and that's like probably what you mean with right. many. With, with just and
2: maybe the most alarming aspect of that is it seems hugely popular it was number one <laughs> it was right. being announced as number one i guess now it's fallen to number two on netflix yeah. as, as far as much watch so it's which really kind
1: um, of which kind of like brings me back to this thing i have about true crime and you know, series about women being murdered, which there's like a lot of them, you know, mm. and it become. I'm like, it kind of become. It's this. It's a drama. It's a story. It's entertainment. It's titillating. You know? too. I bet people it watch becomes, it and get
0: titillated, right? You would think,
1: right? Because you're not, and like nobody really wants to know the truth, and maybe we never will because of how powerful. I mean, there's people out there who believe that like this is that Epstein was really not really a billionaire, but working for someone else he was just a hired hand in a really small part in a much bigger thing so
0: which is it? no it just seems like weird that's what they speaking you said elephant in the room the weirdest thing no one really called it that it seemed like everything leading to like the, the conclusion that he clearly was a pimp <laughs> one of the most kind of in yeah, a way i don't know right. just kind of like like, well, the, the gist that of he it.
1: was a pimp. Gist of and it. Gize- and g- Jazane, <coughs> sorry, Jazane. How do you say her name? Jelaine. Gil- Gil- J- sorry, Jelaine.
2: Jelaine.
1: Jelaine. Jelaine. was his pimp. He was a pimp. You know, he. You know, he had a little black book. Right there was a little black book that got found. By, I think his butler, this is also a true and on tidbit, but like his butler found this little black book and said it was his life insurance.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: I think the guy's name was Alfredo Rodriguez. But the names in it, right, like Woody Allen, Tony Blair, Prince Andrew, David Copperfield, Henry Kissinger, Mm -hmm. Charlie Rose, Chuck Schumer, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. Kevin Spacey, no surprise there, Mm -hmm. Bill Clinton, you know. But I believe like these that, and they think, I think this ended up being published and written about online. I'm like, this little black book wasn't the real, like pe- the people who were involved at that level wouldn't have been in a book. No. Right. No, they wouldn't have been in a book. And like the reason that Epstein, f- first of all, he's not that important. So it's like this film constantly sort of paints him as this like mastermind of like yes. manipulation and makes him like the guy who hired him at Dalton. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he talks and he's just sort of like, you know, I found out that he was like a fraud and didn't have a college degree, but like, he was just so convincing. mesmerizing <laughs> Just, yeah. just like, you know, and that's just so funny to me because it's well, so... I mean- it-
2: Yes, and oh. that gets into the big – the man of mystery is like no one knows where his money comes from. And they do a big section on that, and they and they wind up attributing it to that somehow he's got un, in his charismatic and sexual thrall – What's the name of the guy who, who, ha, who owns the L- limited – Victoria? Wexler. Yes, Wexler. Yeah, And that that's where his money comes which from. Sounds but which sounds you're like
1: – Which is his only client, but it was all – obviously they were both working – right someone else yeah and then they drop it so it does feel very 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 incomplete yeah so and i think they even had a guy from bear stern so so like his whole story it's like he's this guy from coney island a college Mm -hmm. dropout magically gets this job at the dalton school but um i guess he was hired at the dalton school by a guy named donald barr Mm -hmm. who was a former member of the oss which Became the CIA mm-hmm. like after World War II, and he's the father of U.S. Attorney. I think, I'm pretty sure, the father of the U.S. Attorney General William Barr.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't want to. Uh, this these were from my notes, but uh, Don, the guy who hired him at Dalton, mm-hmm. also authored. A, I, this is a, tr- a true and untidbit. Is a he authored a science fiction novel about sex, slavery, and space? Just okay. like just all these weird connections. Uh-huh. Um, alleged connections, yeah. right? Because
2: it's like, but like, yeah, because from early on, the guy's rising like a rocket, and everyone's kind of right. going, "How come he's <laughs> like? What makes him so Basically. special?" Yes, um, but never saying, "Well, maybe he's already <laughs> right. the pimp to everybody or someone yeah. else."
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, the guy who hired him, how did he, how he got from being mm-hmm. a math teacher at like this prestigious like. school to? going to Bear Stearns becoming a partner he supposedly mm-hmm. met Alan Greenberg from Bear Stearns at a parent teacher conference mm-hmm. and was introduced and was like oh you'd be great you'd be great for our you know it's so fishy and like so everything that's on the kind of fact it has to sort of be addressed in a weird way in this film but then it piddles out or the guy the guy there was a guy from Bear Stearns who said like you know we hired this guy cuz he would because he was shady and we did a bunch of shady stuff together you wonder like is this guy real is he just saying this because he's covering up something the
0: whole series seemed like a cover-up in some way right right? which is also horrible to say because it's also like platform for victims but like mixed in for me with like actually pretty nasty weird whitewashing cover-up thing it's just truly truly bizarre mix right
2: but it's very yeah. canny in that you they always do a gestural thing. So it's right. like we'll acknowledge he's a man of mystery and no one can figure out where he got his money. And then we'll sort of do a Band-Aid over that with this weird explanation about having that guy in his thrall, yeah. that billionaire. Right. Or who, like who are we going to throw to the wolves at least a little bit? I well, know. it's not going to be Bill Clinton, but Prince Andrew, sure. But Prince Andrew's interview Perfect. was so interesting because <laughs> Prince Andrew
1: was like a reflection of this whole age we live in the prince andrew interview when he's asked point blank do you know virginia jeffries mm-hmm. and he says no and then they show him a photo and he says he doesn't remember he doesn't that doesn't remember and then we the just book. but it's this um you know there's a lot of connections between trump uh-huh. and epstein right and it's it comes from the age of like the godfather who was like roy cohen mm-hmm. who then trained roger stone who then mentored trump So it's like this new not that politics have not been corrupt for forever. Right. But it's a new sort of this deny the the truth when it's absolutely right in front of you, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think in a much larger level with this like 83 page deposition and all these, you know, all of these videos, you know, that one guy did say in the film, I think he maybe worked with the police like. This is totally unheard of, like for yes. somebody to be for to be acquitted or whatever, like everyone involved to be to have immunity and for this mm-hmm. guy to get a, t- a very small charge and serve like, what, 12 months or something. Because it's not
2: even just anyone happen. who's already named. It's the people who aren't named. They're it's also the given, who aren't named given immunity. <laughs> That's right. like as complete an immunity as you can have.
1: <laughs> I think. And also, I think casa said this is not in the film obviously but this was um I think something from true and on that mm. he said because he was involved and he got him this insane plea deal he said quote that Epstein belonged to intelligence was above his pay grade and mm-hmm. was told to leave it alone right and that and that I can't confirm but that's something you know yeah that's like makes absolute sense mm-hmm. like it does nothing else makes sense. Jeffrey Epstein is, is a domestic, like, uh, sex offender, sex trafficker. Like, if he were working on his own, he would be put away. He would have been put away the first time. Like, there's mm-hmm. just, there's no, it's it's such denial. It's just a, the denial of it. Yeah. You know? And,
0: you know, it's actually a good point in terms of the denial and the whole the word cultural obsession with with a specific case and demonization of this one man. Um, like, if we zoom out, I don't know, I was, like, trying to, to, to think about the bigger picture of it, right? Because there is a bigger picture. And I'm thinking generally, you know, like, oh, welcome to fucking oligarchy. What do you think generally oligarchy yeah. is? I mean, I don't want to be on a high horse, but like, um, but it connects to, my, I think, my personal just life experience. I lived my first 20 years, I grew up in Moscow, and it was like a burgeoning new... Uh, I don't know. When you can do. Can you call it capitalist? Is it hyper? I don't know what you call that system, mm-hmm. but it's like a crazy mm-hmm. oligarchy, and I grew up in the center of it. Like uh, we're all all concentrated in Moscow, and the whole Russia is like that, but Moscow is specific. And I do have to say, like, um, it's probably cynical, of course, and I sympathize with the, the women in this whole situation and outrage to some degree too. But it's like Russian and, and Moscow specifically. It's like Jeffrey Epstein land playground. It's like Jeffrey <laughs> it's a playground full of Jeffrey Epsteins and it's totally normal. And um mm-hmm. so to some degree And it's not that I think it should be normalized, but the fact that this is what, um, you know, basically oligarchical power and just generally horrible and economic inequality and all those Mm -hmm. basically economic, you know, economical incentives and all those things lead to, I think, to some degree, just Mm -hmm. probably in a more pure and more horrific and in some ways more honest form. Something that I've kind of witnessed and still witnessing if I read news or just generally look around when I visit. Oh, no you're not, not at all and i'm really not like hype i'm not like ex- exaggerating just to sound like that I, it is like 100 percent true like anyone i don't know my friends would confirm obviously you can be um you sort of, um, if you belong to a certain, I guess, class or a good family or whatever, you can be protected by this. You're obviously not going right, to end up like right. these th- girls, or you, you can like so- someone protect yourself from this and your family. But generally speaking, this vibe of this I suppose, like I'm just was trying to think how true it is, and I I think it is fully true. This whole idea that Epstein kind of, and I bet there are other <laughs> all these powerful um, men and, and women too, uh, who let's say like hanging out on the private island and do whatever they do there like you don't need in Russia basically you don't need a private island to fly away and hide with a few servants who are quiet and all this like orgy you can you you just you just do it kind of in the open almost and it's all it's not like it's hidden at all you can just you know that's what how restaurants look like um in terms of just the dynamic you know the gender dynamic sexual dynamic that's how some clubs mm-hmm. look like they're just generally how things look like there you don't need a private island so in a way yeah i do have this weird kind of access to like the, in a more honest version of that where it's not covered up by the um some sort of um puritan morality or whatever you know, and and to some degree, it's bad because uh, I guess the outrage here shows that there's certain naivete that I almost like. If this naivete, is real. That's great. If people are truly, truly don't know, that's how power works. Yeah. You know, and uh, if right. that's like that, great. Because like in some other places, people are gonna catch up, you know catch up to that pretty quickly just because of how um, in the open it, it all is, and and that brings me to kind of the idea that because you, Mary, you're. Um, experience not just as a filmmaker writer, but as a model also a bit different from an average American who has this naive, I think idea just of how, how I don't know how things yeah. work. So for you, it's also not as, you know, probably not, not exactly my experience um, of observing, but, but it's also not as
1: far fatched. No, I mean, there's, there's smaller. The thing is, is like this huge, this thing with Epstein, there's small in the, in the fashion industry. And because it was so connected to the fashion industry, right? like, wexner owning victoria's secret victoria's Mm -hmm. secret show being basically like i mean i remember hearing jokes in the in the industry about like leonardo dicaprio who's also i think allegedly there's this um group of guys called the pussy posse in hollywood and it's Mm -hmm. like dicaprio and tony mcguire McGuire, and and now i think maybe like jonah hill Mm -hmm. who else there's a couple more but they Basically, I'm only saying DiCaprio because he's he's so publicly dated. So well-known for it. <laughs> switched out his Victoria's Secret models. Like, once mm-hmm. they turn, like, 28, he, like, switches to a younger. So it's, like, there was always a joke. It's all these things were just, like, these sort of jokes about, like, uh-huh. he goes to the show and chooses one. But actually, Elaine mm-hmm. did that. She would go to the Victoria's – she was, you know, she was the one there. And a lot of men would be there um, – picking, saying who they wanted and she would make the connections. But in the fashion, you know, in my experience with the fashion industry, that works. Um, it's just like smaller cells of a larger thing. And like, you know, I wasn't I wasn't as naive, but I I lived in Europe and, you know, agents made money off of, you um, they were not pimps, but like a lot of aid, not all agencies and I'll say this is my experience and I I will say there are good agencies out there and mo- girls who didn't get caught up in things like this. And I believe in, you know, looking, hearing the, the victims of Epstein and their backgrounds, um, a lot of them have backgrounds with trauma and I have a background with trauma that was there way before I was a model. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, history of that and, and you know sexual assault and abuse so like that was already in me and when that's there you 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 know and these men like Epstein with these radars for girls like that who are uh, emotionally vulnerable or financially they you know a lot of it in the fashion industry was a, a mix of that but it was all a lot of very young girls like I was when I was in living in Europe I was like 21 you know I was 21 years old and I had roommates who were like 14 and stuff like that. And so um, agents made a lot of money, uh, you know, taking the girls will be, you know, you you go out to dinner with your agency, right? And you and the agency invites older men and celebrities. And there's these guys called um, they're called PRs, at least in Italy, you know, Mm -hmm. where they go outside, they go outside castings, they hand out their card. You know, a lot of the girls describe Epstein as the way that they, he made them feel right. To talking to them like best friend or mm-hmm. like making them feel really good, like girls with low self-esteem or who need help or who need to eat and want to go out to dinner. So it's like all of these things, like I remember going to dinners and just like, I also had a, a, a problem with addiction, you know, so I'm 12 years sober now, but like when I was modeling, I was definitely not sober. And so I put myself in situations, not that it was my fault. It didn't help me. Right. Like I was, um, you know, in situations that had I not been, you know, intoxicated or on drugs, like things might not have happened, but it took me years to, um, understand that that was not my fault. Right. uh That like an adult photographer, (laughs) If somebody is clearly like blackout drunk, mm-hmm. you don't have. You know that's actually rape, or, mm-hmm. or you know an experience where I where I think it was my first photo shoot. I was still a teenager, um, and I was dr- I was the photographer dr- drugged me, and you know I was naive, and so it's just like <sighs> I I have a lot of identification, but again, like you're saying. Um, it, it's I'm not as shocked by this stuff. And I sort of it took me until I was older to even realize that things that happened to me were what they were, you know. And so there's all this talk about like statue of limitations yeah. and like, why mm-hmm. didn't you tell anybody when it happened? And like, it's just it's like because you don't even know what's happening yeah. and you think, you know, and so there's but there's right. There's all these sort of smaller, so, smaller versions of this. Mm -hmm. In the modeling industry, which I think is very, it's almost like there's like a 1% in the modeling agency, like these top girls, um, and they're treated very well, most of them, and they're not expected, but there's this whole, the whole rest of it is like, you know, you're with, you, you don't really have any control over your money you don't really know how much money you're making um a lot of the agents they make money off bringing you out to dinner with men they make Mm -hmm. money off of uh overcharging you for apartments i think Mm -hmm. most agencies actually make most of their money from model apartments you know what i mean they shove like 12 girls in an apartment and then charge them like $2,500 a month each Mm. and so this is like very common and people know about this and stuff things like that just but like yeah, mm-hmm. and it's hard, just, seeing, it's hard
0: to know what you're ahead. doing because like you're alone, parents like you. You kind of like that. These are the uh, those are the rules, and you kind of do it basically. You can't you can't get out of those financial right. relationship.
1: And a lot right, and a lot of the girls are very young, and they come from and you know, uh, you know, when I got it was like 2001 when I really started working, and in that time was where a lot of, a lot of the fashion industry was Russian models, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of these girls were russian and eastern european ukrainian a lot of my roommates and people i met and they were very tough you know Mm -hmm. very tough girls worked very hard um beautiful you know it was like you know it was hard to compete almost but uh (laughs) they were sending money a lot of them were sending money home to their families like taking care of their families and they a lot of them didn't have other options and it was a way you know it was a way for me to sort of like you know travel around and do things and like party you know i had a anyway i was like a little bit of a of a wild child like long before i was a model so it was not the best situation for me right and but i but it's now something that i you know but it's interesting that yeah. stuff mm-hmm. it just like it's brought right back up where i'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah like you know the modeling industry and and the this agency mc squared um, with Jean-Luc Brunel and him you know him he was a pimp for Epstein apparently he, gif- he like gave him two 12 year old girls for his right. birthday one year from the agency so mm-hmm. just it's not surprising to yeah. me, no.
0: But then again, there is, as you, as you mentioned, it seems like, not in your case, but frequently, like a big incentive outside of like 1%, very, very successful supermodels or something like that. But for most girls, the incentive is money to either, even if they're not models to be sucked into this kind of weird exchange with Epstein or any other minor Epsteins around America and the world, or in modeling also to do certain extra services just it's mm-hmm. directly money not only of course there's like as you say there might be some history of abuse or vulnerability or whatever the hell sometimes yeah only times you know, also financial, but there's like direct financial, financial which is like mm-hmm. i don't want to be too like crude simplistic some kind of marxist i'm not but it's so so even in that series which they kind of like again partially cover up partially like this kind of interesting, um, you know, um, interviews with victims, it seems like most of it is really financial. And, you know, and and you can't disregard, disregard that's how... You know, if there is such a huge power disbalance, that's like, yeah, that's sort of, I, I don't want to say natural, but that's how things work. And also, there's an interesting thing. I don't know if, is it offensive if I introduce it? But when I think about, okay, sexual abuse is horrible and, or whatever you call it, abuse or some sort of stature or rape and all this. But, you know, there's like so much... um not to, again, to go away from this topic. There's generally so much economic abuse and there's like general abuses of labor, laborers, labor that leads sometimes to lose uh, of limbs or death. Like, let's say what's happening. I've been reading kind of quite a lot on um, Amazon warehouse situation for the last few years. I don't know, it's just a minor thing. But generally, like this abuse of, of people who have no power uh, is mm-hmm. very kind of, that's what you expect in this kind of, the of oligarchy, well, but, you know, and then I know it's different, but there's something like about it that people get a bit, in it's horrible titillated by this type of abuse, which is sexual and like invasive body-wise, but other type of also bodily abuse and psychological is somehow not as, even though it's part, I think it comes totally together. It's one, one and the other. Totally. You know, it does. It's disregarded usually. People are not titillated by it as much, you know, or 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 well, like outraged. Mm-hmm
2: yeah I mean though I don't know, it's hard for me the most interesting part and the, the part I knew least about um about the documentary is the Palm Beach setup, which is actually very canny in a horrific way because there's you know Epstein in his mansion in Palm Beach, but he's the the young women mm. girls really that he's picking up are West Palm Beach and that a lot of them are very very poor. <laughs> And all mm-hmm. you have to do is bring them across the bridge, and they're coming from po- poverty where $200 for massaging an old dude, which is all they think they're doing,
0: money,
2: yeah. is a lot of money. And that, 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 he, they're, they're literally going to high schools. They're going to, and it was this, the horrific efficiency of this system, because he wants mm-hmm. like armies of young women, like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and getting them to recruit other young women who are equally, presumably, desperate. that was like
1: a multi-level marketing yeah when you look at it pedophile ponzi scheme is what
2: they are calling it yeah and that was the more shock i didn't know that part i knew about the quote-unquote lolita express i knew about quote-unquote Orgy island i knew about all the once he gets into the world of the clintons and the weinsteins but the early stuff which is where the first the first time he's on police radar and brought up on charges and everything, which that's the Palm beach situation. And he went on for, he had flourished for years with that system with such weird impunity, like such, such clear fearlessness. Like somebody, sometimes somebody's going to tell somebody about what's going on when there's that many young women who are also now recruiting other young women that somebody, but he, Mm -hmm. but that he, that it went on that long and that it was that efficiently thought out on class lines. Mm-hmm. was uh, to, to me that was the most interesting part, a remarkable yeah. part of the series absolutely and yeah. I don't know how well that known that
1: part is I really I didn't, didn't know. do nothing I just remind you know you hear you hear things when the case came up, you hear things about Oh, there was a situation in Florida, and then there was mm-hmm. these two girls, mm-hmm. the sisters, right? But you don't, you don't know the level, that there's- the level, and like the level that the police knew about it mm-hmm. couldn't really do anything about it. Which yeah, is also what the, the police chief of, of Palm out. Beach
2: finally calls the FBI because the whole investigation that they, and they've got so much evidence and so much witness and so much everything, and they're right. suddenly can't get anywhere, and he's like. I did right. the unprecedented thing. I actually handed it over to the FBI and said, Which is you? what Maria
1: Farmer was told by the NYPD. Yeah. And, then no, and then nothing happened. And so, then nothing. Like, how is that not such a direct link? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's almost like do people really want to know it's interesting because we like what's going on right now, I guess, with like the in America, with like everything sort of being exposed, this slow, now it's sort of like Peaking right mm-hmm. with, with all this Inequality and stuff of being exposed it's Like Americans have a way of sort of Like especially maybe Like neoliberal it's like clutching your Pearls you know yes mm-hmm. And I do feel like This thing with Epstein Is even bigger It's not it's not bigger than the other Things going on but it's it's so It will probably never be uh, it, We'll probably Never know like that's how it, that's a little bit how it seems. I think about um, Freud and just to like go off topic a little bit because mm-hmm. I've been doing research about his early studies on hysteria. I think when he, you know, he did a lot of work with women who were diagnosed with, with hysteria um, mm-hmm. in the late ni- mid to late 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he did a ton of work and came back to the community. um with the hypothesis, basically, that these women are, um, these symptoms are, these are women who have been, women and children who have been sexually abused. This right. is, Hysteria is a symptom of sexual abuse, and that's what leads to this. And um, the community basically said, uh, that's not cool. We don't, it, because it exposed, it pulled up the rug on this thing of just how right. horrific- Like the experience, like the of what was happening to women and children, and then he arrives at a new theory
2: that's going to be, and then Mm -hmm.
1: conveniently he sort of twists his theory around, and it's sort of like it's he turns it into like a women's sexual desire, hysteria is a symptom of women's sexual desire. So Mm -hmm. let's sterilize, you know, use -hmm. things like sterilization and like later electroshock therapy, Mm -hmm. and you know, even in the fifties, like lobotomies and all of this stuff. It's like it's you know. It was so upsetting for me to learn that because I didn't mm-hmm. know that you know until a couple of years ago because um, mm-hmm. a lot of my work as a filmmaker and a writer is is around trauma, mm-hmm. but it also made me be like, yeah, that totally makes sense, you know, right? That people don't want to know things this hor- you know this horrible and sort of what's happening right now. It's like this like you know we're being forced to see. And I think that's a very good thing. But with Epstein, I have this pit in my stomach. This whatever this thing is, if it's like a global pedophile cabal, whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it will ever get like will ever get there. Oh, I think we'll
0: never know. That's the whole point. I
1: think we'll ever know because it's so international Mm -hmm. and it's even the people who were just like in his little black book that his butler could just pick up they were like heads of state you know it was not like so yeah but
0: you know what i don't i i totally sympathize and i completely agree with you mary but like one thing that kind of confuses me i guess is that and i don't like i'm not american i don't fully understand i guess don't fully know the culture are people truly like kind of like um, expect and like really surprised and outraged that the people in, in the top, like basically the people in power, are not some upright standing citizens frequently. I mean, obviously not always. Yes. They, I think. you will simply say yes. Ah, okay, because that's a, an honest question. Yes. Where they, but yes. where, okay, that's as a Russian for me, we don't have that. Why? <laughs> it, what? Like, even if we run, go back to, it's not even about Soviet Union or anything like that. Even if we roll back history, Aren't like weren't the feudal like landlords or whatever lords uh, raping peasants? Right. You know, I'm talking about basic stuff, even like in all, all all that. It's always, like, been, it's, always it's always been, been that sad. way. And then girls, I mean, let's look at their age; they probably were 13 and all that. I'm not. It's not that I'm for it it's just like i'm thinking how people can be that naive thinking that power that we are just some what good husband and dad what do they think these people are frequently i don't think
1: it's naive i think it's a form of disassociating because you know i think to have to accept that these things are true like for me i accept it and it makes it it's better for me to know this yeah. And I'm not angry, but I know that it's. I know that it's true. But I think maybe I can't speak for other people, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. like, in order to be able to live in the world, they need to feel some. They need to feel like a bit of safety and knowing things like this, and going back through. You know, I mean, just and it's not like a secret. Like the history of America, you know, like how we got here and all these things. You know, like none of that is really a secret, but like i think it's interesting trump is an interesting example because he like the pearl clutching of like everything was totally fine until right now you know what i mean exactly like no it wasn't but like it was he was you know and and like epstein he's just a kind of a cog in a bigger machine that's really just about capitalism and greed Mm -hmm. and like Right? Yes, the
2: the line you keep reading over and over in all these thoughtful, high minded essays by by various big shots, often Democrats, is "We're better than this." We're better than this, and you read this Since over and over again. We're not, <laughs> we're not better than this. What are you looking at? What do you think? You're not better. Um, but that's very typical. And believe me, the lo- the more you know, and the more you try to tell members of your family, members of your community who, who are you know they think of themselves as as nice liberal people, but they part of that whole package is an ideological one that you just you can't you can't bear to see american history in that light and and you can't bear to see the current situation in that light. so it's
0: american exceptionalism straight up sorry right it's basically what it is i
2: think mm -hmm. yes yes you have to believe that the founding some there's a, a lot of people believe the founding fathers are literally like getting it Everything they're doing—a pipeline from God. <laughs> like, and I'm not right. kidding. The Mormons literally believe that. Literally believe that. But I so, think the most threat. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm just, I'm just suggesting that that yeah. if, if you start from that. Basis, that everything has to be this kind of God-given, God-approved, God everything, right. um, whether people acknowledge that directly or not. So to say that no, it's it's just all all this this whole power structure is just rotten, rotten through and through has been is, um, and what it would take to combat that. Even I quail at that. What it what it would take is so horrifying to even try to think about mm-hmm. that. You one finds oneself going i can't can't bear to think about it but But i think the
1: most threatening thing about epstein when we're talking about all of this stuff all of the stuff that's coming up now with the inequality in america and just like the blatant abuse of power and racism (laughs) and inequality and income and whatever uh epstein this epstein thing is so threatening because it transcends um political party Mm -hmm. Um, it transcends everything like there's people you know involved in this thing that are supposed to be the good guys and so I think that's the the most threatening part is is that if that were to unravel right what would happen it's above it's even like yeah it's like at the top of all Mm -hmm. that it's like there's some you know you're trying to imagine what that looks like you know or like who is it said Dasha from Red Scare said something like Funny or so maybe someone else, but Eyes Wide Shut was a documentary, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh wait, there's like I kind of went deep into this, uh, and I didn't hear. I don't know what she said, but like I went deep into this Eyes Wide Shut, semi-conspiracy theories because there's one of the strains. Yet not only it's the government, it's what. Uh, Kubrick knew and thought not thought like knew and saw in Hollywood and all this like different power uh, mm-hmm. power corners of the world whatever New York, LA London and um, they killed him one of the stories goes that they actually he didn't just die but they killed him and I don't want to spread it
1: but it's all over if you, if you alleged, go, yeah allegedly but like if you yeah. look into things like that yeah and that was his last film but
0: yeah and he added it and that's it he, he, he didn't even see it released but I don't again yeah. I don't want to go that way but it, yeah, it feels It heals. You,
1: you can just say allegedly because it's like yeah, nothing. It like is allegedly. But, like, but it's like all these things, you know, and it's too bad. Like, that I think what happens with things like this, the Epstein case, is it's so insane. And they're like the the QAnon people. Do you know anything about them? They're, it's like mm-hmm, not, not really, the no. true Anon QAnon are like the real out there conspiracy theorists, right? right? And then all these other groups um it makes it very easy to just sweep uh the Epstein thing into that crazy it's so crazy that you're all like making it up because the QAnon Q not true the QAnon people I think they they believe that Epstein <laughs> Epstein's alive was taken to yeah mm-hmm. he, or no that he was yeah that he's alive uh-huh. and he was taking to, take to Germany right away and then they put a they put like a the the pictures of the corpse was actually like Hillary Clinton's like brother or cousin who had <laughs> just died. <laughs> no, really that um, you know, like so. It, but it, like, it, sort of, it hurts the cause in a way. Or and if you look into the Q the QAnon guys, oh,
0: can we roll back? They're who are they? Could, could you like say a few words? What are these?
1: Um, I don't know that much about them. I actually I just um, let me. They did an episode. I think it was either. It's a podcast. They're a podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're very, they're very heavily on like the, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, here, QAnon. QAnon is a far right conspiracy Mm -hmm. theory detailing a supposed secret plot by an alleged deep state against U.S. President Donald Trump and his supporters So they're like, I guess, on the far right conspiracy, but Mm -hmm. um, but kind of come back to like with things like I I don't know enough about it to to get into it that much. Mm -hmm. But I I've heard things. And so I think like with the groups like that or like just conspiracy theorists in general, that this whole Epstein thing, because it's got so many crazy parts to it, like. And the idea that like um, Little St. James was like a blackmail factory for the CIA and they were bringing it, you know, it was mm-hmm. like bringing in all these heads of state and like very important people. And and they had because when Epstein's house was raided and right. his mansion was raided, they found like all of these CDs with... Mm-hmm girls' names, right? I think it said, like, it, this was not in the film, but uh-huh. it said, like, young, and then say the name, it was Annie or Maria or what have you, and then the name of the person who's in the video. And right. that's clearly, like, there for, you know, saved for a reason, but that, that was quickly buried, and we'll probably never hear anything about that either. So mm. just, you know, it's, it's, I think it's easier for people to just not want to know this stuff. Like, they see the true crime version and, you know, how horrible for these women and, like, you know, because documentaries can, leave, like, what, like, Thin Blue Line led to, like, the release of that guy from prison yeah. and, like, mm-hmm. uh, even Making a Murderer maybe did... So- they it, There's, you know, social, social justice document- documentaries that help um, cases, but, like, in this case, like, it just seems like Uh, it's there to sort of, like, tie things up in a way.
2: I think that's right. By by bracketing it with the women coming out triumphant in a way, Mm -hmm. even though they're frustrated that, yes, that Epstein eludes them again through death. There is, like, a positive
0: message, which is very (laughs) wrong. yes.
2: It's very. It's, yeah. it's in the end. It's like we have transcended this horrible thing that happened. And yeah, you get that weird feeling of fake closure, that's so disturbing. When you're like, come on, all of those computers went somewhere. All of those, all they of those discs, all, this, all that information went somewhere. Well, can um, we talk
1: about the yeah. painting that they found? Like, do you guys know about the Bill Clinton painting that in Epstein's house? No. You mean the Say it again? the Bill and the sexy. Yeah, there's uh, a, a so
2: outfit. Yeah, that no,
1: he was wearing, and I'll send you links mm-hmm. uh, so you can post if you want to uh, post them. Uh-huh. But like, there's a painting <laughs> in Jeffrey Epstein's home that mm-hmm. they found of Bill Clinton posing, like sitting for a portrait, mm-hmm. wearing the blue dress. That's right. That's right. Which That's is right. Monica Lewinsky, the so, Monica
2: Lewinsky dress. That's right. right. What is that about? <laughs> dress
1: that. Okay. So like, Monica Lewinsky was. You know, Bill Clinton's intern—the Yeah, semen
2: stain on the dress—he got
1: impeached because Mm -hmm. of that. No, no, yeah, but why
0: would he be on the painting like
1: that? What's—is it ironic? It was painted by an artist in Brooklyn, so maybe they were doing it in an ironic way. Right? The fact that like Jeffrey Epstein bought this painting and it was in like over his hearth, you know? (laughs) 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 And and it's just like it's like it's basically like this message of like. It's just fucking weird, right? Like um to me like that says something. Like he had a I think in his ho- in his townhouse there was a hall of um allegedly of human eyeballs. Like totally Oh, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like shit, like stuff like that. Like yeah, this guy was totally normal
2: um <laughs> well yeah and it's no, but it's no. also like mocking like like there's right. clinton posing in the very dress that was that was supposed right. to ruin him but right. also, ultimately it stained <laughs> like, like, I I don't don't know if there, Clint- his reputation
1: but- didn't pose for it but like the fact that like i'm pretty sure it was just like an artist who did it and then mm. somehow found its way to epstein but like just the fact that it, it's
2: that he put it over his wire. as a trophy. It's like as a trophy, trophy like
1: yeah. psychopaths and people like that. They have trophies, and it's mm-hmm. like so. It just feels, you know, the Clint- it's hard with the the neoliberal establishment and the Clintons of like really accepting that, like, yeah, Bill Clinton was on Little Saint James, like Bill Clinton. Right. Well, was nothing on them take them down, and the
2: answer is no, nothing will, will take Clintons
1: them down. Are really good friends with. Elaine she was mm-hmm. at Chelsea's wedding you know it's like this mm-hmm. connect all these people being like but I had no idea that you know mm-hmm. It just you wonder like um
0: it's, that's bizarre yeah I wonder if it makes you think what, was Hillary ever on the, any island what's Hillary I don't know. <laughs> but, what, but, what was,
1: what was Hill Dog up to yeah, what's her deal she,
0: she's into ladies too but that's like I don't know I don't want to speculate because I don't know mm-hmm but um,
1: yeah
2: well, I have to. I do have to note, though, I like lo- that the Alan Dershowitz nasty um, fucker. model oh, of handling what was he everything doing in is the, to. In he this. always talks. He'll always talk to excess. Oh. He's he's always willing to be interviewed. He's oh. Yeah. But yeah. you know, you notice the easy threat he can always say, "If you're willing to accuse me, blah yeah. blah yeah. blah, accuse yeah. me." And it's I will just marshal the force of being this old, completely wired toad-like lawyer. He's so physically repulsive. It's yeah, really hard. But he's also very <laughs> confident. He says, "I didn't." Do so it. Confident. It's like there's a
0: lot of confidence, but you know what's weird about that mm. when he's like trying to be like kind of honest and say he didn't do it mm-hmm. come accuse me he's a successful weasily, very like yeah. convincing lawyer who won all these cases for horrible people like i mean i'm not gonna trust yeah. you when you stay on camera confidently without blushing and all that like your pulse is not going up that you're not lying it's like the whole thing lawyer right. successful attorney is a liar so
2: yeah i don't even think he fears that though. i don't think he fears that at no. all like, he must know that someone else is going to be in that same documentary saying of course he was there we saw him everyone saw him everyone knew I he had I had to have sex with him. I was forced into sex with him right. you must know that but it's just the sheer his whole answer is the best defense is a good offense and it's and it's gotten him where he is hmm. so it's just amazing that he's always willing to talk and talk and talk and talk
0: well it's sort of like a power position more powerful than hiding yeah. and be like uh decline like didn't want to do any commentary mm-hmm. that's definitely more power move but he is really disgusting poor girl no, oh, I know. <laughs> really, foul. I mean, God, I don't know. Foul. I have to say, yeah. Some of the some of the women that were shown were like somehow their stories were more heartbreaking there than, than others. Like the ones that were more naive doesn't matter. Might be even older. Even the ones there was one in their twenties. Yeah. It's like the one thing. And now you you like both telling me yes, America is like that. I'm like how wait, you're like something happens to like a girl. Like, once in that island in that island and she's still kinda of not naive well, both naive and dumb enough to introduce her younger sister to Ghislaine and Epstein at yeah. oh, no. some kind it's, of other so- And I cannot believe it. I know I I shouldn't judge her, but like wait, it's how
2: yeah. how can you do this? How what it's like all the young young girls who got caught up with the Kennedys and what would they always say? But he was a Kennedy. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I didn't think anything bad would happen. He's like a senator, or what? So this the the absolute mm-hmm. naive belief in the uprightness of authority. That at the very least they wouldn't do anything really bad because they're they're in a, in a noble profession. This is common. This, this is, is so totally weird. common. Yeah. It's almost, like and that. on top of that, they're trying to tell you, uh, you will get to travel. You will get an education, uh, you know, all that. Right. Okay. That's a
0: super interesting part. I don't get it. When, uh, the way they tell this story is it's number of girls that tell it, even like younger mm-hmm. sister Maria Farmer, the painter. So this mm-hmm. very young woman meets a random, fairly random rich, powerful guy who tells them and mm-hmm. whatever, It doesn't matter that Ghislaine is by his side. It doesn't matter. Tells him that he'll pay for some trips and education. And sometimes he even Mm. halfway delivers. How is that not ringing a bell or not even ringing a bell? That's like either a direct offer of almost like a version of some kind of like sexual exchange prostitution or whatever. Or I I don't know. Basically, in what
1: world do these people live to believe what?
0: It's not your dad or uncle. What is this?
1: Why would you I think? So you're talking about Maria Farmer, though. So Maria Farmer was a student. At, I think it was the New York Academy of Art. I might be wrong. Um, uh, and it was a woman named Eileen Guggenheim, who was not actually in Guggenheim, but she that was she kind of pretended to be, or that was mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and at her MFA, I yeah encourage anybody who's listening to listen to the the tr- there's a true and non interview with Maria Farmer, and then there's also a YouTube interview that's come out recently and I think there's something else, but you get a lot more backstory, but, um, she was, you know, graduating and getting her MFA and at her, at her thesis show, I think she had sold like all of her work and was like $16,000 she was going to get. And then Eileen, I think, I think that's her name. Eileen Guggenheim came up to her, who was maybe the president of the school Mm -hmm. or was in charge of the school said, um, these are the people who are gonna buy your work and she introduced them yeah. to Jeffrey. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's in the it's in the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in the show, yeah, right? But okay. I, so, but yeah. like what you're talking about. I'm talking about, about something it, else, not even just something kind of her sister. How, how about her being well, how she was able to introduce her sister after
2: no because
0: there are like a daughter. few women like that no no no. that that's that's a weird thing I you just agree.
2: mean why are they so naive why don't they go immediately this is clearly a setup to exploit me it's because of a kind of trust and authority and the omnipresence of you know gatekeepers in in any area you want to be in I wanted to make films. Who do you run into immediately? All the guys who want to fuck you. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. who you meet immediately. And, and, so, and Maria Farmer describes her first when she went to um, Liz Wexler's Wexler, yeah. house for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, she describes leaving her body like when, when she mm-hmm. was molested, when she was assaulted or raped or whatever happened to her there. She left her she left her body and she was so The so you have to understand like about trauma like that.
2: Yeah, you know, it's often separate yes. from
1: yourself and mm-hmm. be in a, an amount of denial and also be an amount of economic need. Um, no, 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 I get all that. Else. Yeah, the bodily yeah. thing, I get all
0: that. I guess I'm, I, unless I've yeah. not been clear, because that's something really interests me. I'm not even talking about that yeah. or trauma. Like, I sympathize. Right. I, I talk about like the fact like that the, on the surface, that's on the surface, someone yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you don't know, like, random person, like, that. even if it's rich and powerful, doesn't matter. Not There's no connection to you, your family, offers mm-hmm. you as a young girl uh, to pay for, doesn't matter, there was a girl there who I think wanted to study in Spain. I don't know, he paid somewhat for Spanish. Right, that was Annie Farmer. No, no, yeah. no, no. that was a, no, There was a different girl. It was in the show that like uh, her older right. sister was a masseuse, also horribly abused. And the younger sister wanted to that study was Virginia languages. No,
1: that no, was Virginia no, Virginia.
0: Also another one, not, Virgi- another not Virginia. One. Okay. I, I actually so have many. to pick them. There
1: was like 40 girls. Yeah, there so there were many. Girls. So it's,
0: kind of rude that I don't remember exact name I can look it up but it but a different one not Virginia Roberts and my point is that it it doesn't matter when someone offers you that first of all what do parents think how is it even possible for them to allow that if there are parents and then the bad cases if it's some kind of like you know um, I don't know what are you an orphan or runaway like how still like how that does not immediately connects to the fact that that's like you'll have like I don't know that's like sexual what else do they have if you're like a poor girl sexuality and youth is all you have Mm -hmm. so if that's the case especially if there are no parents in the in this in the scene which is horrible like how is it doesn't bring about I mean I I trust them they're like crying and and like traumatized but I really the setup immediately is just Pretty open Like I mean It's an obvious setup. Again from Coming from Some different I guess Culture and country
2: Notice how he's smart At least in the earlier phases He knows how to use What's her name again Ghislaine Ghislaine yeah, right Ghislaine Maxwell Mm -hmm. Having another woman That most Americans are not That sophisticated Right (laughs) She had a woman To like make it It's like there's a woman here Nothing probably that bad Is going to happen Or having another girl Recruit you Brilliant The other girl Gets you in there Everybody's doing it and then um, they leave. and you, yes, you're just encouraged, like, oh, it's going to be nothing, and blah blah blah. And then that girl leaves, and you're alone, and it just the repeated the re- reassure. He knew what was the reassurance in so many cases, and of course you pick your your girl carefully. You make you try to make sure anyway she's vulnerable in a number of ways. In those ways, yeah. yeah. And then there's also the other side of
1: the coin, which is that there are women who do exchange sex for power and that's okay too. You know, I, after I was a model, I thought um, acting might be a little less insane in that way. Mm -hmm. And I kind of found the same thing, right? Right. Like I had a lot of opportunities, you know, there's a small part for you in this huge film, Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know, you just have to go out with the director to like bungalow eight and like, and it's Basically, pretty open. You know, it wasn't yeah. sad, but like, yes, that like if you're gonna if you want to sleep with this person, you mm-hmm. will get this part. And in that sense, I didn't. You know, mm-hmm. I had another, I got a part in like an indie film with like a pretty big cast. And um I could tell the director wanted to sleep with me. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't sleep with them. And um for whatever reason my part was cut out. I have a, a lot, lot of them. stories like that where, you know, even my my acting coach was like there's this big this huge producer um we're gonna go to Cipriani let's get you apart. Mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of how it worked. so and there's women and that's how a lot of women make it in Hollywood mm-hmm. or have in the past yeah, mm-hmm. it's foreign modeling and they can choose to do that if they're of age and that's fine mm-hmm. that was not my experience yeah. um I couldn't you know it wasn't what I could do but it was I definitely saw that's kind of how the system works um so so, um, so it's like no yeah. surprises
0: to some degree, but at the same time, if you're, we're talking about those girls who are like, probably never were traveled underage. anywhere, underage too, and yeah. both never traveled anywhere, and then it's not that they would want to be prostitutes, it's not a conscious, conscious decision, right, so... Yeah yeah I guess yeah. It's, yeah but still that level of Nevada, if it was there and at the same time I mean okay for me it looks like from outside it looks like okay yes both Neyvat and like Binyan and all that and vulnerable but on the other hand also okay Neyvat mixed with again not their fault it's the culture mixed with this exposure I feel like through images and TV and ads it's everything it's everywhere you know uh, the kind of the, the what is it the high jet setting life all you see and all that is supposed right. to have value speaking of um, you know you know, who created it all initially, um, Freud's nephew, right? Edward Bernays, Bernays. one of the original kind of evil geniuses of that. Good old Eddie. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that, and back to that, all they see and all I, so, I mean, I'm try, I'm like with, with them, it's like, you see this magazines, you see this glorious beaches, the same, I guess, that Epstein had on his private Island. You see some kind of this life that you clearly don't have. And that's also almost tells you I mean sort of subconsciously visually that this is the only life that makes that's meaningful that only that's worth living so the combination of those things is a real fucking cocktail you know absolutely
1: (laughs) and like you can live a smaller like I traveled around and like went to the south of France with like a bunch of sketchy dudes in the Lamborghini and like went to the film festival and partied and like wasn't being Uh abused you know what I mean but like the the there's that lifestyle that's available to like beautiful women and it's, it's available. And, and if that's, and then there's these other, there's these, all these levels. Right. And mm-hmm. in this case, and in a lot of cases gr- girls are being trafficked and being raped. And in some cases girls are just using, you know, they're, commo- they understand commodification, they, the commodification of self. And like, I was, I have experience with that and and it's, not who I am anymore, but I understand what that's like Mm -hmm. to be like, I understand that if I, you know, I work, I work for this guy, it's funny. He's, it was like, he was not an Epstein guy, but after I quit modeling and I was bartending and acting, um, he, he was a hedge fund guy and he had his, he did a little film producing, but I became his personal assistant and ended up being a job for me that like allowed me to do my acting Mm -hmm. and auditions and all of that and he had a kid Mm -hmm. and this guy was like a you know real kind of a shady guy and he had a penthouse and a house in the Hamptons and most of my job was just like making sure his kid was taken care of because he was always out Mm -hmm. drinking and hanging out with like (laughs) hookers or whatever Mm -hmm. you know it was but I was like not that I was a Ghislaine figure but like Mm -hmm. I was like It was in this weird world of like, and it it got weirder and weirder. And then I left because, it, Mm -hmm. you know, but he would like and a lot of wealthy men do this. They like pay. He had this service that he belonged to that, like, sent him these underwear model types. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it'd be like, we're going to the Hamptons this weekend. And like, you have to pick up this girl at the airport. And she was of age and everything. But these like beautiful, young, looks like Maxim girls. Mm -hmm. Right would come up and be seen with him for the weekend. And like, it would get him, you know, they would be his date for the weekend. They would sleep in his room. I don't know if he would sleep with them, but yeah. like, that was his thing. And my, and I was sort of like running his life on the other end of like, making sure that his daughter was kind of kept away from all of this. She, and she didn't she see basically. Right. She did, but like as little as possible. And like, you know, I had girlfriends of mine who we were in our twenties and like, they would babysit her. And it was actually like kind of beautiful because we helped like raise this little girl Mm -hmm. who had a dad who was doing these things. But in the end, he ended up running a Ponzi scheme. And like, I think was real shady with his money. And he Mm -hmm. escaped to Bogota with like a suicide note and was caught and put in jail. But Mm -hmm. it was like on page six. But this was like, this is the kind of person that I was like, this seems like a great job for me, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. You know, this know, was right? normal for me because I had been around so many and like agents too. Like, I had the opportunity to go to really good agencies uh-huh. and I sabotaged it. And I ended up with a few good agencies, but for the most part, I stayed in the shadows uh-huh. and like I felt more comfortable. And you sabotaged it because of this. You,
0: you, you, mean, you sabotaged it with the agencies because of what you kind of didn't want to do. Because
1: I was kind of, a, it was like almost like my 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 drinking and my problems with addiction didn't help.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't really take it seriously. Like I could have had a pretty big career, I think, because I had a lot of opportunities. But I sort of was just there. Like to be honest, like I I just like was kind of like a party girl, right? Mm -hmm. And this was a way for me to just like travel around and like have fun and do some work. But I really didn't like modeling. It wasn't Mm -hmm. comfortable for me, you know? I wasn't really an extrovert. I didn't feel comfortable. I had a low self-esteem because of my, you know, because of trauma and whatever. So like, I wasn't that, I had probably had to drink and use more to like be comfortable, like feel confident. And I think Mm -hmm. that runs, you know, rings true with a lot of um, other
0: girls. You also were not that, like hungry in the sense I guess what you've seen from those uh, Russian or Ukrainian whatever post-Soviet um, right. kind of <laughs> countries girls coming from sometimes dire poverty I don't know small towns supporting their families at age 14 right. or something that's probably unfathomable for you as is for me but like th- these are the probably people who might potentially succeed in some modeling because of how determined they are and not like outraged yeah. because they've already probably been through a lot you know
1: Right, exactly. And I was sort of just like a fly on the wall. That's how Mm -hmm. I felt, like watching all of it and just in sort of a daze. Yeah. Um, You know, it was weird. It was a very weird experience.
2: And you you do kind of feel that at least potentially there's a terrible escalation that can occur, which the Epstein case really shows well, where the bit about if you become one of his true favorites, you get taken to the island. But once you get taken to the island, the sexual abuse escalates off the charts. Yeah. Before it was... You had to massage him while he jacked off, right. and then it's violent rape, and you're passed around among. But and then when but you try to escape. I mean, the story of the escape. girl exactly. trying to
1: find—just she was like, "I'm just going to go swim." I'm going to swim. Yeah, heartbreaking. Or even and, the guy who worked on the island who like saw yeah. all these things and sort of. Someone finally asked, said, "Well, would you let your daughters come here?" And then he finally quit. But like, even right. that to me just feels—I don't know. Yeah, but fishy. People just fishy. need jobs. Yeah. I even trust it. It's like it's some true. of
0: them just—I don't know—clean the pool and don't look around. I don't know. It's just bizarre. You
2: can't kind which of which come- the one young woman says. She says everyone knew. She's like yeah. the pilot had to have known. The luggage loaders had to have known. When there's yeah. a gaggle of 15-year-old girls coming filing off this plane, that means everybody knows what's going on. But you're right. Everyone's their whole—all their jobs depend on this. But I also was interested in the way that you dangled the celebrities in front of. That was part of the being on the island that the yeah. celebrities get bigger, the, and again that false sense of but there's somebody really famous here, so nothing yeah. that bad will happen, which I think oh, is part right. of this crazy psychology. It should be going just the other way. Yeah, that might some now something really bad is going to happen. There's there's big there's a president <laughs> and Ellen Dershowitz yeah. and you know a major celebrity here, so something really bad is going to go down.
1: I mean, do you guys know anything about the Zorro Ranch? Because Mm -mm, that, to me, was very interesting, and that didn't get mentioned at all. Um, Right. It was one of Epstein's properties in New Mexico, and this is, again, uh, thank you, Truanon, Um, because it was, I think, in their, like, second or third episode called Sex Farm, and it's... Oh, um, sorry, just, like,
0: a side note. So Truanon, I think, started as a kind of epstein truth or like, truth-like podcast. Yeah,
1: after he got arrested, they started Mm -hmm. it, and... their their tag is they're the only pedophile hunting anti-pedophile podcast Mm -hmm. around and it's also interesting that they when you go to search them in the podcast they don't show up like red scare or other podcasts like Mm -hmm. you have to hit so there's a weird block and they won't mention their name in articles there's been articles in the new york times the one about chapo i think and like the dirt uh-huh. bag left and stuff and right and like they mention Red Scare and then they and then they say and one we cannot mention. Wow. So it's very cause the information I don't know. So anyway, yeah, shout out to Truinon um and the research that they have done because I just but the but zorro Ranch was mm-hmm. so Epstein's connection to science and eugenics and transhumanism and all this weird shit. Cause he was, he donated a lot right. of money to the MIT labs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like Zorro ranch was massive and oh, it has it yeah. all of women carrying his baby Yeah. Them. And he wanted to, basically, he wanted to like inseminate his plan. He wanted to
2: freeze yes. his
1: head. He wanted to freeze his head and his egg shaped <laughs> dick. Right. Um, right. And you know be re- downloaded into a new body right which and i don't even think transhumanism is something that's we're even close to but this was he was really into it and and he wanted to inseminate 40 women 20 or girls yeah 20 or mm-hmm. yeah he yeah. wanted uh, and they were all white like mm-hmm. all the girls that ended up around him were all like young white women you mm-hmm. know so it was very you know kind of echoes of the nazis and um they had farms for, with these Aryan women. Well, except reproduce. Epstein is a Jew. A Jew. Right, mm-hmm. right. But it also his connections to Israel and those, mm-hmm. all these other things that didn't get brought up that like I'm not an expert on, but it's just like the fact that there was like all of these barns and like laboratories, but no animals and shit. Mm-hmm. Like just and that that didn't get, they don't mention that. They just say right. like Zorro Ranch. I'm like Zorro Ranch, the the eugenics Project, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like his, he had this like interest in eugenics, which was also very, very fucking weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so much there; it's almost overwhelming. Like, Mm -hmm. how how would you make a four part documentary on this? Like, you can't. Mm -hmm. But it's it's almost like
0: Adam Curtis has to make it. On, you know what I mean? Like, it has to be like intellectually vigorous. Like, it has to be some shout out to to Adam
1: Curtis right now. Mm -hmm. Can we please do? Yeah, because I, I believe that he could. He could he can Mm -hmm. do that.
0: Yeah, but you know, okay, one thing we actually didn't talk at all and I just want to briefly cover it. So, what the hell so Ghislaine Maxwell who is uh, some people even suspect that not only she, we are, people call her right hand of Epstein but um, what if some people think she was more important than him it's actually he yeah. was kind of like a semi I don't know errand boy <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this, yeah. so what but she ran, escaped never warrant uh, for her arrest On her arrest doesn't exist what is going on shouldn't mm-hmm. she be in jail she's like a horrible criminal no less than him probably
1: Ghislaine has so <laughs> Ghislaine has no permanent address like, apparently which is like weird in itself right she doesn't have an address she her father was an Israeli spy Robert Maxwell he died weird circumstances
0: uh, actually yeah.
1: under weird circumstances like fell off his yacht or something like that <laughs> I'm like yeah it happens every day But, like, the the, that's the most, to me, that's the most baffling thing is is Ghislaine and, like, Mm -hmm. her connection to the CIA. And, like, yes, I feel like he Epstein was below her, and she was sort of, you know, she has a lot of ties to the CIA, and I don't think that they're even secret,
2: Mm -hmm. you
1: know? Like, not all of them. So it's, like, very easy to, to connect her. But, like, yeah, I think that they know exactly where she is, and I think that she's, some people, um say that she's now in Israel. I mean there's all these things it's like where's Waldo? Like remember <laughs> right. like right after Epstein's arrest it was like the where's Waldo? She was actually in my in my town or next door. So my parents um live in Gloucester, Massachusetts and um it's like a coastal northern coastal town in Massachusetts and she her boyfriend um I forget I can't remember his name. He lives in a few towns over and she allegedly was at his mansion, which was on the water, like Mm -hmm. on these cliffs. Um, and my dad knew, I guess my dad like knew the person who used to own it or something. I I have no idea, but my dad sent me, I'll send you this photo too, if you want to post it, um, of like an aerial view of the, of the house where she was. And there was speculation she was there, but I think later down the road, it was confirmed that she was. So I drove with my, I made my mom drive, drive over there with me. Um, and there was like paps and people, but it was a kind of a gated situation where like mm-hmm. you went down a road and then there was like a locked gate. Um, but I just wanted to go to like, be there just for mm-hmm. a minute. You know what I mean? And like, in order to see the house, you would have had to go around on boats. So I guess like photographers were on boats, um, in the water trying to get pictures and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's, that is the most, that is the most, cause she's a central part of the film and then she's like a complete completely removed in the same mm-hmm. sense where no no one sort of stops to say how fucking weird it is that she, well, yeah <laughs>
2: she total accessory to all of his crimes <laughs> at the very least. And yet there's no talk of ever trying to build a case against her. It doesn't no. seem to be.
1: And it doesn't. But, and it's just like, it's going to turn into mist and go away. That's just probably. how I feel. Like I just don't, Feel like this will
0: ever be? She really got away with murder. Yeah, she's like she the. Really um she's really talented, Mister whatever, Mrs. Maxwell, Miss Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's that yeah, sense. Yeah. It's almost she's like trickier than Epstein. I don't know. There's something in her demeanor. Oh, yeah. She's like she's smart. Yeah, yeah. who's she's dead? Her? She forgot. got Oxford. <laughs> she got
1: a degree from Oxford. She's very smart. Well, Oxford doesn't mm-hmm. make you smart, but but she no, seems but, very but, cunning. Epstein was like a college dropout, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like also like her power. I think the yacht that her her father mm-hmm. got. Pushed off of was called the Lady Ghislaine. Whoa, okay. And then Epstein's yacht was also named Ghislaine.
0: Okay, so right? he wow. really cherished her, whatever that was. Yeah, words.
1: she had a lot of power. Yeah, that's and then so she's interesting.
0: Has, like a, car- as a character, yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> no, she has like she has like ten sisters or something. She's like an insanely big family. There, you. So the True and On they did a couple. They did like two part series on her family. And they have weird. A couple of her sisters also have weird connections to like big tech, Silicon Valley, and like surveillance software. Um, anyway, it's wor- it's worth uh, exploring. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such it's it's dumbfounding, yeah. you know. It's a really mm-hmm.
0: de- yeah devious part of that that she will never. She probably will never go down. But you know, speaking yeah. of which, so isn't your experience because that's like. I don't know, that's so foreign to me. So are the there number of many women around even fashion world or whatever you encounter acting, like basically the weird kind of um, recruiter types who are kind of overly charming, but actually they are the liaison, the liaison for the sure, man. Sure, sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, and women who work in agencies, I'm sure, I think in the case of um, MC Squared, which was the agency that uh, Jean-Luc Bernard Owned and he was connected to Wexner. I'm trying to find it in my notes because um, there was a photographer that. Um, here we go. So yeah, so MC squared. Uh, it was a yeah, it was a New York agency, and Jean-Luc Brunel sent a lot of girls down to maybe to Brazil and hooked them up, and like it was very, it was like a pimp operation, and there was a woman there who ended up. Um, she was the one who was coordinating all of it. And then in the same building, there was a photographer named Joyce Anderson. She was like a child preteen photographer um, who was in the same building and she was connected to that agency and then also had her former location was in a building owned by Mark Epstein, which was like Jeffrey's brother. So it's just this weird web of like, it's like a web of, of people. But I definitely think there's w- women who are, um. there's in the, in the documentary, we talked about the girl model, right. Mm-hmm. The the woman there. And um, I had, I had women in agencies. I don't, in my experience, they didn't, ne- they didn't necessarily because I, I wasn't involved in like any trafficking, yeah, yeah. but just in the setups of the dinners of like, you're going to have dinner and like, you're going to go here. And I remember a driver we had drivers with the agencies and, like, getting taken home by a driver to the apartment and getting... This was a, a male driver, mm-hmm. but, like, him coming in the elevator and trying to, for, you know, force himself on mm-hmm. me and me, like, wrestling him off and going home. But, like, people who are supposed to be taking care of yeah. the girls, and having some sort of a hand mm-hmm. in all of this and maybe looking the other way, but I, I'm sure that there's a lot of um, a lot of women who... who because it makes it so much more comfortable yeah, for, for the girls. The girls, you know, because they're, it's easier to trust a woman. So um, I don't have a ton of experience with that, but I, I definitely believe knowing Key and, and seeing this, knowing about that photographer and seeing it a little bit, um, that they're mm-hmm. essential mm-hmm. In, in in human trafficking. I think mm-hmm. with with young girls for sure.
0: Right.
1: It has to be, you know, and it has to be. Um, there has to be some some intermediate you know there has to be some neutral sort of in between um for sure to, to make it seem okay which makes it seem even more it's evil really which evil. is why elaine is like even even more evil i think epstein was just like a fucking gross pedophile mm-hmm. you know and just, but like that but the level of evil of just like yeah just seeing them as kind of currency and like knowing it's your job i don't know you have to land well,
2: she's it. that she's rich and you're just like she's so the there's heart. yeah so you're there because you want to be there <laughs> there's no desperation there's no, no it's yeah, not like you're
0: that, manipulated I'm, by epstein no yeah that's interesting yeah she's almost god it's such a like a not cartoonish but they are both like it's like a semi cartoonish villains <laughs> really well what's
1: his name um did you listen? Eric Weinstein has a podcast called The Portal. You told me about it, yeah. And he did an episode on Epstein. It's worth listening to because he's like, I forget what he does, but he he did an interview with Anna, Anna from Red Scare, and then he did another um, Epstein. He just released it, but he went to his house once and basically said just from his observation of Jeff of just meeting him and being in the townhouse of it being like very clear that this guy is like a construct of a person like he's playing a part almost and he's mm-hmm. not even real he is like a cartoon you know what I mean mm-hmm. like he just mm-hmm. didn't believe like the things that were going yeah he was not a very
0: he was not a financier really.
1: <laughs> no and I don't even know how smart he was like I don't think he even really Knew that much about science. I mean, he obviously could teach math, you know, so he was a left brain person, but I don't really know. It's just very weird. It's very, very strange. Um,
2: well, yeah, and, and however it happened, he quickly, he clearly learned. Not to talk, in interviews, he's just like this poke, he's just got, he looks like some weird aging mannequin yeah. that's just been sat there. <laughs> yeah, and then he, yeah, and he just says, you know, empty things and pleads the fifth. And you know, there's one, that one absurd moment where he keeps asking to have the name Virginia Roberts spelled yeah. to yeah. him. Yeah, what a dick when, when it's a completely common, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a completely common, easy to spell name if you're in America. <laughs> yeah. Roberts, that, that's not hard. Yeah, yeah. So, those deposition that, videos
0: are one of the most interesting part of the I think. Like the yeah. dog, and like I yeah. want to see them. I guess are they out there? Like the depositions of videos of Epstein are are kind of interesting. If they're on YouTube,
1: Yeah, well, now they are. If they're on Netflix, so maybe maybe they'll be on YouTube. But those were, yeah, they were. It was interesting just seeing him looking in his eyes. Mm-hmm. it was kind of like the guy the fire festival guy did you guys see those documentaries I mean nothing mm-hmm. nothing of the same I know right but he, I didn't see the scammers something was wrong yeah. with his eyes looked the wrong way like you mm-hmm. looked at his, his eyes and they were just like not right he's and very like, close
0: yeah like um
1: like there's something you're not really there you're like a shell of a person like a cypher
2: figure Yeah, yeah yeah or yeah. like a
1: hologram like I don't know Mm -hmm. But that's like, if he's a
0: psychopath, that makes sense. That is a shallow person. He like imitates human emotion, which is not there. But at the same time, people, especially certain vulnerable girls, refer how he clearly can turn on this charm, which is very like psychopathic and narcissistic. And usually those people can do that. Like this sort of like enveloping you in attention and also being somewhat easy. I don't know. He has some personality that got him.
1: But that's also why a few people have just said who actually knew him that they just don't believe that he would kill himself. Yes, too, too, like, bon vivant. Yeah. Like, he's too much of a narcissist and a sociopath, and he was just kind of like a smaller cog, and the reason that he died was because he probably could have talked, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. To save his hide, and that just, it's the only thing that really makes sense. That makes sense, um, I know.
0: Yeah, which is well. I guess I don't know what's the only good thing that's coming out of it is like it will pop people's American exceptionalist bubble and like open the eyes yeah. to certain bigger aspects. Because you're right, it's just like a little cog uh, in the in the system. He's just
1: a tiny. He's not that important. He's not that like ha- no one is that. It's like insane to even believe that he was this like powerful, charismatic, potent like, trickster who was just able to like work his way through this and you know and then like poof you know it just doesn't it's so insane that like um
0: but that's the narrative again that's like liberal that's the appealing narrative there's like a villain we took him down the girls come on top even after all this ordeal and uh we're done (laughs) sort of like that right done done, like
1: it's like looking off what they were kind of like looking off into the closure just of sort yes. of like, I hope that somebody someday can figure this out, you know, that kind of a thing, but, but you sort of know. No. And, that's not you know, I kept
0: thinking, I know it's like, that's the women who could process what happened. And you confirmed that, Mary, that it takes years, sometimes like over a decade to process. And that's why the women who yeah. are in this documentaries are significantly older than when it happened and all that. But I kept thinking, like, clearly right before he went down, which is very recent, there were all these girls who are still this like vulnerable, very young, I'm a bit, a bit older, but still very young girls. Who are not in any of the dogs or uh, docs or in any of the kind of like, I don't know, TV interviews or whatever, the the, the stuff that is kind of came out and people watching. And it made me think, like, either what, I wonder what's going on, because like they could clearly come out, but it made me think either they haven't processed what happened what is happening and have shame or yeah. which is worse I don't know that's my problem. dark afraid. mind goes they're afraid and they're still because like he's just a cog in this they're actually deep in this still whatever yeah. you call it anyone calls it I, like this sex ring of powerful people so the girls who are yeah. like 20 they don't talk because they're still there while, you know, yeah. these women who are like out of their grabby and <laughs> right. maybe and both old and, and also like older and also process this, they can talk. But that's like, doesn't it make you think where are the young girls who's been abused just recently? That's
2: a really good point. Like, there you know, wasn't even one. On, there wasn't even one. No, at least one. You know? But yeah. where
0: are the ones who like, I think they're yeah. still in
1: yeah, obviously, they're, they're still in. Yeah, they're, in, I don't want to. They're still, mm-hmm. still on another island mm-hmm. somewhere. Basically, like mm-hmm.
0: that's where my brain goes. And I, I don't yeah. know, I don't want to. Of course, I want to be wrong, but I think it's not that far-fetched.
1: You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Maybe they had to cool mm-hmm. it for a while, you know, but now they're back. No, they're
0: back on <laughs> some kind of other gross dude. And probably, like, um, what's his name? Alan Dershowitz is back on some other.
1: The level of power that's so clear here um would enable anything to keep happening like the like the 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 level of power that's just been shown by how Epstein got away with what he did for so long you know mm-hmm. what i mean and the level of power of like the how all this is sort of just like going away and nobody's really being held accountable
0: yeah, it's, And it's, then the function of media and documentary, this liberal documentary yeah. world, is actually kind of devious to this fake closure, uh, yeah. fake some sort of, uh, I don't know, what is it, uh, victory of some sort, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, and they even attribute it to, it's it's a Me Too victory. This is what I really know, right? gets, gets Epstein. No, it doesn't.
1: No, I think
2: also Liz from
1: TrueNon said something, it, but this was before... He, Epstein died, but she said something interesting. We need to protect uh Jeffrey Epstein in order to catch Jeffrey Epstein, which means mm. like we have to keep him alive in order to mm. like, To find something. That's I know. And and he died so fucking fast. Like yeah. mm-hmm. it just seems like it was not going to happen
2: i think um, we can safely say jeffrey epstein did not kill himself like jeffrey the meme epstein, said <laughs> yeah, did not kill himself and they did no, have the doctor they had the doctor no. on there
1: so they agreed yeah, yeah. to it but then it's like but who knows but it but it was the prison that was just
2: underfunded I it think was like, badly run <laughs> badly run like, I'll no, say. no 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 come on yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i know and as soon as you hear that he's got surveillance everywhere it's yes. every bed, every toilet, every corner, every right. everything, and well, the, it's right. And it's supposed to be his, presumably his, not only his. You know, he gets off on it, presumably, but even more importantly, isn't it his protection? He thinks.
1: Yeah.
2: That nobody's going to dare come after him because he can out everyone, and then of course it backfires. The you, you that he knows too much. That just seems like that's manifestly what's going on there, but they don't. They don't ever lay it out in the documentary explicitly. Well, there was an idea that the, because he, remember there was an attempt on his life before, there
1: was an attempt oh, right. on his life yes. by a guy named Tartaglioni yes. who was like a, in there for like a quadruple murder. Right. Um, but there's a theory that that was intentional to, because he was a, he was a fair, he was fearing for his life, Epstein. So did that happen? Was that set up? Um, was it A, a cry for help from Epstein because he was fearing, fearing for his life and, mm-hmm. um, which would then put him into a more secure place or I guess the guy had like a tiny cell phone. Um, so I don't know, like maybe somebody was able to contact him and put a hit on Epstein. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, so, so there's all these questions, but the idea that, Ep- that Epstein, I think he would have probably sold people out and that's, definitely why he's gone um
0: Mm -hmm. exactly the same way DC madam like um what is it 10 years before that or more they killed they Mm -hmm. she was hanged in prison or not in prison like while she was waiting for for to be convicted and i remember mary that case there was like a dc madam um kind of caught and that's that's is it her no deborah
2: no no she didn't yeah she didn't get killed Oh,
0: I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Debra, I don't know. Do I care? Applyful De, Deborah, uh, man, I need to grab. But anyway, do you see, Madam? I think mm-hmm. it was like, might be 2008. Um, okay. uh, yeah. So she was caught with also a version of a black book, but she was uh, women were of age that she was kind of <laughs> supervising. But um, yeah. But supposedly Deborah
1: Jean Palfrey.
0: Yeah, Deborah Palfrey. I yeah. remember Deborah. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. she was. The circumstances of her death are very similar, except she wasn't in an, um, jail, but she I think she was already convicted. She was
1: found hanging in a storage, yeah. shed, mm-hmm. a storage mm-hmm. shed outside her mother's home in Florida. And there was right. a suicide was note. Found, suicide notes in the bedroom where she it was, was staying. Bizarre, but there are all these before. theories
0: around it, you know, just very saying.
1: Bizarre. All very kind of bizarre. pimping
0: and, you know, mad People getting, like,
1: the cancer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the mysterious... Mysterious cancer, yeah. Um, but anyway, so
0: that's what I guess happens. But anyway, you know, you live kind of um big or whatever risky, you die like that. So that's sort of yeah. like not necessarily most um outrageous or yeah. surprising, kind of and you would think, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, wow. Well, I don't know, do you have, do you guys do you ladies? <laughs> I have, do we, I think we did, I think we covered a lot. I think we've
2: brushed through it, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Wow. I know. It was. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for talking to us. Thank I you. Think that this was very really enlightening.
1: It was awesome. Yeah. I'm. I've definitely been following this case, and I feel. Yeah, I definitely feel a connection to. To it, and um, I'm a truther. Can mm-hmm. I say? I'm mm-hmm. into that.
2: I'll say. Yes. <laughs> more and more, we're all truthers now. <laughs> right. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks a lot. Thank you.